This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast, brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. It isn't often you have a guest on that is not on Twitter, Shane. Shane Willis <laughs> with the Hurricanes. Bally Sports uh, joins us now. You were in uh, you were at Belmont Park yesterday. I appreciate your time. I appreciate the fact that you don't care about Twitter because uh, it, it's unfortunately it's a, uh, a complete distraction, uh, especially during games. So yeah, I would get nothing done, Adam, if I was on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I would just it would be constant just gifts being sent out and everyone who knows me knows that'd be true <laughs> okay all right so uh quick thoughts on what was different about game four than game three to you well to me i think we talk about it all the time and i and i'd like to start in both games for the carolina hurricanes but when you get that early goal especially an early goal that's a dagger because the islanders continue to try and run around and escalate situations and it's a parade to the penalty box, and the Hurricanes make them pay. And I think that was the type of energy boost that they needed, that Seth Jarvis needed to put in the back of the net to really roll through that game. But it continues to impress me how emotionally in check this team is each and every night, three twenty games, because the Islanders have done everything to get under their skin, to get them off of it, and to try and beat them that way. And the Hurricanes haven't moved one bit, and I feel really – that game four was the best game the Hurricanes have played in this series so far. I agree. Um, I also think that Rod said it the other day, and there's so many. This is where Twitter would have, uh, maybe you would have snapped back at people. But people wanted the Hurricanes to retaliate physically to what the Islanders were doing. And what I keep telling them is that this is this team is not built that way. It is not built to... Uh, to deliver body blows like that. It is built to make you pay in other ways. And Rod said it a couple of days ago. It's like, how do you respond? You respond by scoring on the power play. Because if they're going to go to the box, that's how you make them pay. I thought the Natchez goal to start the second period ended the Islanders. Because they couldn't play. They realized then they couldn't. They couldn't continue playing that way. Otherwise, they had no chance to win. Two nothing. They could come back from. But. I, I thought, because if you look at it, I thought their physicality went away after that. Yeah, I agree. And then and then to me, as you mentioned on Twitter, people saying that, but it just showed, there's proof right there of how you beat a team, right? They're doing everything they can. You can't win if you don't score. And to me, the way the Islanders are playing, it has taken their best players and their star players kind of out of their realm because they don't know what to do now? Are we supposed to be running around like this too? The Canes are pressing back. They're so tight defensively. They haven't generated much. And now their power play scoring on us. Now what do we do? So to me, the Hurricanes have kind of closed the door on any answers the Islanders have. And I agree with you. The Hurricanes are a big team. They're physical, but they're within a system that we're going to hit you. We're going to take away pucks. We're going to generate off of the hard work in the trenches along the boards. The physicality they show may not be a parade to a penalty box. And why would you want that? You know, go back to the hit right. on Jack Drury. That cost the New York Islanders because the guy, and again, it gets put down to a two-minute minor because there is a little bit of turn in Jack Drury. But because a guy thinks this is the playoffs, I'm going to send a message right here, it's in the back of your net. That is the most painful hit you can put on any team, exactly what the Hurricanes did yesterday. Uh, real quick, before I ask you some, about something else, 
Do we have an update on Jack? Um, do we think he's going to play tomorrow? Is, is there a, a serious injury, or was he just shaken up and needed the rest of the game? I'm not sure exactly. I didn't uh, get any word coming out of the locker room last night. I think they're going to go with upper body injury today. I don't think any of the guys are going to skate, and he'll get reassessed today. Tomorrow morning will be a better question of if he has an opportunity to play. But as we know, this young guy has as much character as anyone in that room, and if he has a chance and is able to go, then I think you'll see him. Um, but, you know, we talk about storylines in the playoffs all the time, and, you know, the stars were there yesterday. Seth Jarvis, Ajo scoring. But what a night for Mackenzie McEachern and, and stepping into a lineup. And he talked about how nervous he was to start the game. But a goal and assist, not a bad start to uh, in his Hurricanes jersey. Is it fair? Shane Willis is joining us here on the Adam Gold Show. Is it fair to think that I thought the assist was better than the goal? I agree with you. I had a great view of it. But what pass to, you know, the no look to Wayland Fenton to see the lane to put it on Ajo's stick. Uh, a phenomenal feed, but it shows. And Rod mentioned it after after the game and talking with the coaches in Chicago um, of how McKenzie was playing at the end of the year. He had a tough injury this year and didn't um, get a lot of those games in. But that's the reason why the Hurricanes signed him. They knew he had character. They knew he played some NHL games. He's played in the playoffs for St. Louis before. Um, so to be able to turn to him, I think, allows the coach to feel a little bit more relaxed if you can have that with putting a guy into a series like that. But what a response from Mackenzie McEachern, uh again, for this team, jumping up onto a top line with Sebastian Ajo and really fitting in seamlessly throughout that game. I mean, there's really no reason, even if Jack can come back to play, even if Jack draws back into the lineup tomorrow, there's no reason not to play McEachern with Ajo and Jarvis, right? I agree. There's no reason to not start him there again, um, unless something goes really sideways early on in the game. But he was great. Um, defensively sound. He played the system well. He engaged physically um, along the boards, making things uh, go their direction. And he talked about, he goes, I don't know if anyone watched the first shift, but he goes, I completely <laughs> missed a pass. <laughs> right. Thankfully, Ronta bailed me out. And <laughs> I can tell you, as a young guy on the ice, um, you tap your goalie every now and then when the mistakes are made, but he bounced right back and really settled into that game after that mistake you mentioned in the first period. What a wonderful transition, a segue for me. Thank you very much, Shane Willis. Auntie Ranta, if I had told you that through four games, at the very least he would be matching the guy at the other end, he might even be outplaying him, what would you have told me? Adam Golden Studio with my man, Coach Pete Taruta, Capital Financial Advisory Group. Financial advice industry can be overwhelming for a lot of people. Is there a way to be sure you're getting the best service when you don't know? Yeah, Adam, it's not just if you gave the money to a planning team and they did good the first year. I mean, anyone can do good for one year, but it's a track record and it's a long-term accounts that are very important. We call that a financial fill-up strategy, Adam, and that gives you lifetime income you can never outlive. We'll put together for you, the listener, your very own total retirement plan if you call right now. Call and claim your comprehensive review with Coach Pete and the team, 888-843-0013, or text ADAM to 600-700. Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. I would say I'll take that all day long. And I think the belief goes into that locker room of what Aki Ranta is doing. He's just looked, to me, it, it makes me even more excited for Aki Ranta and his team because he's made it look relatively easy. And I talked about this in game three and four, especially being on the road. And I can tell you, anyone who's been in Nassau Coliseum knows how hostile it is in there. But this arena had a little bit of edge to it too with the Islander fans and what they were doing in there. But 
Auntie Ranta looked very calm in the crease. His movements, his confidence to make save after save. And even when you look in game three, the goals that beat him for the win, tipping goals, you really have a chance right. to react. Um, you know, I'm sure if you talk to him, say, well, I'd like the Matt Martin goal back. But at that point, you know, what could you do on, on that one as well? But I thought last night, phenomenal. Phenomenal saves. He's tracking the puck well, and he's just full of confidence. And I love what he's doing after the game. And Hannah Yates told me this too. When they go in the room after, you know, looking to talk to guys, Auntie Ronta stood right there and said, I'll talk. After yeah. game three, after loss, he goes, I'll talk. After game four, he goes, we'd love to talk again. So he's standing in there and he's proven himself. Not that he needs to prove himself, but he's playing amazing in between the pipes for this team. All right, let me ask you about uh, Sebastian Ajo. Um, I don't know if he was their best forward, right? I mean, I think they had a lot of guys who played really well, uh, including his line mate, Seth Jarvis. Uh, but he is the guy that has to be, he's where he's carrying a lot of weight with no Andre Spechnikov and no Tavo Teravainen, and we keep forgetting because we only had him for five games and no Pac- Max Pacioretty. And with Martin Natchez not being at a full capacity uh, in one way, shape, or form, um, Sebastian's carried a lot of weight, and I think he's worn it well. Um, I, I I was impressed with his game uh, from from start to finish, and I'm impressed with the 200 foot game that Aho puts out there. Well, I think I think that's a great point right there, Adam, because Sebastian Aho is elite not only when he's on the score sheet, which he was yesterday, but his 200 foot game is so elite of what he does and how hard he works defensively. He kills penalties. He's on the power play. He really plays in every single situation. And I think that's what people miss so often. It's too easy to sit there and be like, oh, the game's 31. How many goals did he get? Well, he didn't score. But he does so many of those little things, and we hear the head coach talk about all the time, of his commitment and attention to detail defensively to make sure it's done right to get his points on the offensive side. And it proved Yesterday, he helped get the power play going early on, but I thought his speed was another level yesterday in Game 4, which, again, the pounding the Islanders are putting on, these guys continue to pick up the pace. And that just has to be, you know, take the wind out of the Islanders' sails, if you will, because the Canes just keep coming, and they're faster. We knock them down, and they get right back up, and they stand there. So Sebastian Ajo, once again, leads the way yesterday, a great goal after the pass from McCrecker, as you mentioned. He gets an assist. Um, and the power play is clicking, doing exactly what it needed to do to lead them to a victory. All right, final uh, final thing. Is the Islanders' game plan, which is clearly to try to bully the Hurricanes, is that an admission that they can't play the game, uh, normal physicality, that they can't play the game straight up because Carolina is too fast? Yeah, I think it is. I think they're trying to slow the games down by being – overly physical and I think it cost them in a couple areas last night when you look at the odd man rushes of now they're taking too many steps to make the hit right so it's yeah. opening up other areas that the, that the Hurricanes are exposing with speed um, but I think now they're at a loss a little bit like what do you we're down 3-1 going into game 5 what do we do now they've kind of shown all of their cards and it hasn't worked so I think the confidence has to be strong for the Canes to come out tomorrow night again. The start of the games are so important, but coming into this building, uh, the life this crowd will give them once <laughs> again uh, with the noise, this team will be ready. 
and the smiles were on their faces last night. They had a you, you start getting a little bit of swagger as you go through these games. We we dominated that one tonight, um, and we'll see if the Islanders can match it. I'm sure they're going to come out and start the Martin line again and try and run around. But if it's into the penalty box, you make them sting. You know, you sting them early with a power play goal, and that would to me, if you get out to an early lead tomorrow night, the series is over. I agree with you. They'll, they'll just like let the defense play the way like that. That the 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 top four defensively was as sound yesterday. I thought as they've been in a long time. There were just no real. There were no gaffes at all. Yeah, with their well, top. If you look four. At, the, at the end of the second period, I actually had mentioned this. Hannah and I left our uh, reporting spot in the corner to head back to the locker room after the second. Before the power play started at the end of the second period, the Islanders had two shots through the entire period. Right. And, and that, when you talk about the hurricane speed, that's the other part of their game that sticks out to me, how tight and strong defensively they are. When they have no room, they're not giving up any shots that far through a period. When you're giving up less than eight shots, ten shots in a period, it just shows, you know, I, I'll take it to another level. I think Chatfield and Gosses Bear have been good, too. Um but you, you mentioned the D to a core with the forwards, the way they shut teams down, it is very hard to generate chances against this team. They were just awesome yesterday. Uh, as you and Hannah are, Shane Willis, I'll see you at the rink tomorrow. Thank you, my friend. Thanks, Mike. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.